Welcome to the Hildebrand Family Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Let's get into it. Hi guys, and welcome to the podcast. This is episode four? I think four. four. We'll have to count these eventually to figure eventually. out Eventually, we'll just, you know, go, we'll go with four for yeah. now. <laughs> but if it's not four, then five. Well, whatever, whatever. <laughs> In this podcast, we're going to talk about, we were recently out at Disneyland, and um, we stayed at the Disney's Grand California, beautiful hotel by the way, Yep. we'll focus on the Grand California, but I think we want to talk a little bit about the other resorts too, maybe some pros and cons of where you can stay and what it, what it's like there, because we didn't really know, but when we went, no, no, that was our first time actually staying at a Disneyland resort, so... We want to make sure we give you guys the insider tips here, so let's just jump into it. But anyway, so the Disney's Grand Californian Hotel. Beautiful hotel, inside and outside. Uh, I've heard a lot of people say it looks just like the Wilderness Lodge, and I have to disagree there. It does not look just like the Wilderness Lodge. Just because it's woodsy theme doesn't mean it's the Wilderness Lodge, okay guys? We'll get that out of the way right out of the jump here. Um, it's definitely more of a craftsman style, right? Craftsman style. It feels very California. Oh, definitely. Uh, down to the rooms with like the Chippendale and the orange rooms and stuff like that. And Chippendales, like you're like I don't know if they're like the. I think they're probably the unofficial mascots. The mascots of the of the hotel. They're, they're like everywhere, but it's cool. We love Chippendale. Yep. But the look of the feel is very craftsman style, very redwood foresty type thing. Um, and it's just beautiful inside. Uh, we came in on a Saturday morning, like 11 something yeah. in the morning. And that might have been a mistake, guys. Yeah, that was, it was like right at checkout slash people like getting there early, you know, from their early morning flights. So the lobby area in that is... It's very compact. Like you have like it's like a straight shot. You have like the the de- the check-in desk and the bell service desk right next to each other. Um, it's not very wide. And then you have like the big green sitting like the green room or whatever sitting room with the fireplace and everything in it. So it's kind of compact. And I feel like there was a little bit of confusion as to where to go. There wasn't a clear like hey the line starts here type of thing. There was just a cast member standing there with a uh, iPad thing, and you know, talking to people up up by where the check-in happens. Right, and I will say this, guys: if you've ever been to Disney World, their check-in process, well, sometimes clunky, is a lot better than what we experienced. Um, and I think Disneyland could use a little bit of a, you know, tips or something from <laughs> from Disney World in this regard. And I think that, um, A, Disney World, they started this thing where you can pre-register online, which takes out a lot of the line when you get to the hotel. Yeah. Because you don't even need to go to the check-in desk if you pre-register. They'll just send you, like, a text message and say, welcome to Disney World. We'll send you a text message with your room number. And then, uh, you know, you just go to the park and enjoy your day and then they'll send you a text message with your room number and you just it's just automatically linked to your magic band you just go to your room tap it no stop at the front desk needed that process is not what we experienced 
No, and it would be nice if they would adopt the magic bands. They can call them like something different if they're, a, you know, they don't want to call it magic bands. But like, it really does. You you notice how well that that is integrated throughout the park uh, once you experience Disneyland in the hotels and stuff. So, I mean, if they would have just said, "Hey, go to the, you know, drop your luggage off here, go to the park." You know, then go straight to your room. That would have been amazing. Um, they could have done a cruise ship style where your keys are stuck to the door or whatever. But, you know, it just, like, we we went through a lot of, it seemed like, unnecessary steps when we got there. And it was, like Eric said, it was very confusing, too. Like, the cast member up front would sit there with this tablet and start to try and pre-register the people, which was okay. But then someone else around the thing would be like yelling or waving like a cast member would be like waving and yelling for this cast member that's up here typing on his iPad and then so that would hold up the line because instead of just getting the person to the to the registration desk they're still sitting there typing on their iPad and trying to complete whatever step in the process they're in so that was a little clunky and also once we got to the the person it was like What's your name? What's your address? What's your... All the... I mean, it was like so much information. I mean, we stood there for 10, 15 minutes, and that in and of itself on a busy check-in, check-out time is going to make this other line back up, but it, it sure did. So there's room for improvement and check-in, but don't let that scare you off here. <laughs> it's no. still a great hotel. We're just... We just like to... Everyone to be prepared Making for what observations, they're gonna, yes, and what they're going to run worst into. Worst case scenario, because you're not always going to walk in like to a huge line. You mean there I mean, was plenty of time during walked, the week? Yeah, we walked through the hotel and there was like no one up there, right? So, so there's plenty of times, but just know that if you come in on a busy time, like on a weekend or stuff like that, you may be waiting a little bit. Definitely. So. I mean, that, that was, didn't take us or anything. No. It's just like when you're ready to hit the Disney. You're ready, you're there, you're ready to run into that park. But you've no. got like a 25-minute check-in process. It kind of like... Then you have to dump your bags off over here. That's right. it. I mean, it was just... So, so speaking of that real fast, you just reminded me, like, they don't... Disney um, World has Magical Express from the airport. Mm -hmm. Disneyland has a bus service that you can pay for. Yeah. But the luggage handling is is obviously different, right? So this is the this is another part of the check-in process that Disney World does so much better than Disneyland. Most people fly into Disney World, I would assume. I would guess. And when you do, here's what you do. You take your luggage to the airport with you. You drop it off at the counter... And you don't see it again until it's in your room. Right. And you don't understand how convenient that process <laughs> is until you have to drag your luggage from the carousel to the taxi or to the Uber bus or bus, whatever. whatever. You go and then you get it off of there and then you drag it into the line with you and then you go to the old person, you talk to that person and then you got to get out of that line after you get checked in and go over to the baggage people and drop your bag off there. That is a lot of carrying your bag around. <laughs> I mean, it's not like you don't expect it, but I think like once you've already experienced the Disney World way, you kind of have expectations for Disney. Definitely have expectations. And it kind of falls flat for you there. It's kind of just a more of an inconvenience of getting you in and getting you ready. Because you're just there, you want to go, but you got to do all this stuff with your luggage now. And it's just, 
Just one more thing. Yeah, I mean, we didn't have trouble with bell services once we got the luggage to them, but it just seemed like a process to get there. Exactly. So something Disney World does a lot better than Disney Lion, from our experience. Yeah. But also, okay, so we sort of talked about the check-in process and stuff like that, and I just want to talk about, like, another thing that would probably interest people, like, right, is the room types, because yeah. there's so many room types, and specifically at the Grand Californian, there's, like, standard, like, deluxe, or partial deluxe or whatever, and then premium, and then premium... I think it's like club level club, after that, yeah. really. But anyway, so let's sort of like, we sort of booked, uh, what was our deluxe? Par- deluxe partial view. Was our first room that we were in. Um, this was a partial theme park view, too. It was kind of good, though, right? Uh, I mean, I, we were looking through some trees. About the view, but I mean, we, we were looking into uh, DCA. DCA, so I mean, it was uh, all right view. I mean, if we would have been one floor higher, it probably would have been a, you know, deluxe theme park view room but because I mean or, or premium view whatever yeah we couldn't well, I mean you could see it it was just a few trees there but we probably could have seen world of color and stuff like that from our room so when you book that level that's sort of what you're going to get you know right. or you're going to view like uh, downtown Disney sort of probably through trees like that on the, on the lower floor so deluxe partial view means you're probably looking through trees but you're looking at downtown Disney or you're looking at the theme park right yeah and then we had a little bit of issues with some of the connecting things, right, with the rooms. And this is, so the rooms, like, it, it feels really premium when you walk into a room oh, yeah. and Every there's, room. like, the tile or the hard wood floor right there at the entrance, right? It feels yeah. premium. Every, it was, nothing about it felt, felt old or janky or anything like that, so. But here's the problem with that entryway being like that with the hard tile right there yeah when you have a connecting room you can hear everything the next door neighbors are saying it's awful and we had this problem it wasn't the first it was the second was it the first or second room first room but anyway the kid next to us i think unfortunately had some issues and i respect that i I have no problem with that but the problem came in because we thought, oh, he's just tired, and, but he was screaming when we first got there, and we and could hear it. This was it. like a sh- shrill screech. This wasn't like a child crying. This was like screeching. You could hear it down the hall. So we were like, oh, maybe. We went to the parks, or we went back, and we had some fun, came back to our room. He was still having some issues. But, so I, and, and it was loud enough, like, you could hear it. Yeah. So that's the one problem I see. And I've been in other hotels. It's not just this hotel, but any hotel that you're at with a connector like that and hardwood surfaces. There's no good way to seal that gap. Right. So unfortunately, we had to move from that room to another room, which was... It was the premium premium theme park view room, which you would think... That was hilarious. Well, you would think, right, you're thinking straight into DCA. You're like... You know, no obstructions, you know, you, you got the best view possible. But it was not the best view possible. Now, maybe if you like the pool view, that yeah. that was our premium theme park view. Was a, I mean, was, maybe you we could see the top of Grizzly Bear Peak. Yeah, and like an inside courtyard view of the pool. So, like, you're looking into, like, every building that surrounds you. And it's very open, like... 
you felt close to your neighbors. I will just say that. Because <laughs> you could almost reach out and touch them. Right. So that, I mean, it was okay, but we were like, eh. So we did stay that one one night. Yeah. And we will, I do want to mention too, before we get move on from this though, is the room was exactly the same. Exactly. Didn't look any different. Nothing was different about the room, no, which wasn't no. a bad thing, but I'm just saying, like, if you pay for a premium view room, you're probably not getting an upgraded room, just maybe what they consider a higher view. I think the higher the floor, right? Higher, it means a higher floor. In this yeah. case, anytime you see premium behind any of these words, like when you're booking the hotel, it probably just means you're on a higher floor. So... Yeah. Not necessarily, you're not necessarily going to be looking at a DCA or uh, Disneyland. Yeah. But anyway, so then we were like, oh, let's just try the club level thing out. And I will say I've seen club level at um, Walt Disney World before. This was a little bit different experience. I will just say this. Uh, but first, let's get to the room. We had a standard, we had the standard view. It was, yeah, it wasn't anything special, just standard view room. But it looked right over, you could see Disneyland, you could see the top of the Matterhorn and the top of uh, Big Thunder, and you could also see the Disneyland fireworks from our hotel room. That's still standard? It was still the standard view room, right? So this is where Disneyland hotels are a little weird like that, so just keep that in mind when you're booking these levels. But let's talk about club level for a second, because I've stayed club level, at Disney World. I've never experienced club level, so I had high expectations for what you were building it up to be. And uh, so did I, but so every morning that we would mostly use it for breakfast. Yeah. Like it, it was sort of the same at Disneyland, but we did go in there and lunch and grab a few snacky things. Don't expect to be like eating full meals in there because it's like figure food type yeah. thing. So if you're booking it for that, then. But I couldn't really find the benefit. Like, I mean, it wasn't that much more. To book it, it was like super cheap when we were already in the premium view room to go up to, um, I mean, it was hardly anything to go up one level, but there was just no benefit. Here's, here's the other thing. It didn't feel so private or whatever because there was no key access. Anyone could just go up there. You had to have key access to get in the lounge, but anyone could go up to the sixth level. I think that was one thing that was a little bit weird. Also, the people at the desk were nice. Very nice. I mean, always attentive, like, said hello to you or whatever on the way in. But that's about where their usefulness came. We asked multiple times for different things. Like, you know, how do we get VIP, like, fireworks viewing? How do we do this? And they would always refer us to a phone number to call. Or, Which was slightly weird. I mean, they're supposed to be your concierge, right? I, that's the way I took club level attention. And they are sort of at Disney World they will book the fast passes for you they'll book the dining reservations for you like almost anything you need like we one day we we needed something cut off of like a tag cut off of something and they're just like let me get the scissors for you they're very it was a very different level of service that you got at Walt Disney World versus Disneyland like I don't feel like if you're thinking oh it's going to be this world class experience I think just don't. It's not. I would save the money and just maybe get like a, you know, because you can you can talk to, if you book through a travel agent, we can talk to Disney and make sure that you're seeing, like, like if you want to see downtown Disney or you want to see in DCA, we can get that room for you. But it's just, I'd say save the money and spend it 
you know, on a special things. dinner in the park or something yeah. like that. Because it, it didn't feel worth it to me. It, it, not at uh, Disneyland. Now, we were just at the we were just at the Great California, maybe it's different at Disneyland Hotel, but I don't really know. I mean, there's no, I can't really justify or put my finger on what you actually got, other than, like, if we had booked it on the jump, we would have got our own check-in thing, yeah. which would have been nice on the busy day. Yeah, right, that would have helped. But other than that, you get, like, food and alcohol. I and mean, they, they have that fireworks viewing that they type in the music for, but... Honestly, if you guys would see the club, it's not very big, so you you probably don't want to go in there during fireworks viewing because it's probably going to be packed and it's not going to be pleasant. So I don't know, guys. Just my opinion. Walt Disney World great for club level, very convenient for things like that. Walt or Disneyland, I didn't really see it. I mean, we were there for three in there for three days, and it just didn't feel. And again, the same. The room that we had was exactly the same as the previous two rooms, so nothing changed. Boogie club level, we didn't get a bigger room. There wasn't like we, you know we a, got we got mouthwash extra oh, for oh, in the little. My bad. Yeah, we got like mouthwash in, instead of like not mouthwash. <laughs> Whatever. That, that was the preview H two O. Like they give you their H two O stuff. That was what we got. Like. At Disney World, we got not only mouthwash, but we got some foot cream, which was kind of fun and nice. And we also got um, sunscreen, and we also got sun healing lo or like lotion to like if you burn or something like that. So we got more things at Disney World than we got at Disneyland. All it got yeah. us mouthwash. Yeah. So <laughs> we're not complaining. We're just pointing out differences here. Yeah, we don't want you to go into this like if you've experienced Disney World or if you're thinking you're getting this world class experience. Maybe tone that down a little bit. <laughs> we're just trying to help you guys out. That's all. We're, we're definitely like we're going back and like well, me me and Beth are going back in probably less than well, a little over a month, month and a half. So maybe we're saying the grade again, but we're doing DVC this time. You have to you have to let us know how that is. So maybe the maybe it'll be different, but well, that might be a that might be a whole other podcast, right? So, <laughs> um, but the hotel overall, I I love the hotel. It was great. Like the elevator situation. Has, oh my gosh, was the best elevator. Like, yes, we were on the sixth floor, and we you push the button in the elevators there. If you're on the first floor, you push the button in the elevators. I don't I've, know what they did. I've never had a good, better elevator experience in my life at any hotel. Have but, you? no. <laughs> I've been through multiple different hotels. You, you usually have to wait forever, and especially during busy times, like yeah. hard times. Like when we stayed for the parade, the fireworks one night, and it was so busy when we came back. We didn't wait for one elevator. It was just like, bam. You know, there was like three elevators there, and it was like, it, it was so impressive how they did it. I don't I mean, know what they did. But everywhere it needs to have that kind the, of elevator. The, the elevator was amazing. The the actual grounds were beautiful. Beautiful. I really love the fact that you have your own dedicated park entrance. Like how how that, awesome is that? Right into you're right into DCA, right back by Grizzly River Rapids and Thorns right around the corner. It couldn't be much more convenient, guys. I mean, and we this were, is why you stay at the Great California. We, we even went from, instead of walking through downtown Disney, we walked into DCA to get back to the hotel a lot of times. It was a lot more convenient and, a little, and closer <laughs> to go through DCA yeah. than walk through downtown Disney and go in that entrance. But, so, I mean, it's just hilariously how awesome 
But but their bag check, Disneyland's bag check. Is, it was hit and miss too, wasn't it? I like, I feel like we had a bunch of different experiences. Like a few times we didn't have bags, and they still stopped us. Like the one lady <coughs> made us get back in line because we. We were trying to walk around the line, but she's like, no, no, get back in line. So we're like, okay, we got back in line, and we got up there, and she's just like, okay, go through. And that was, it would be okay, but we've had, the, every other time we've done it, we just walked either through the line and said no bags, or walked around, and no one had a problem with it. So it's very, enforced very differently, depending on who you get, and your bag some people are happy, you just open up this, you just open up that, they rifle around. But sometimes, you they open up this, they go, they want you to pull half the things out. flashlight in every pocket. And then they're like, oh, there's a zipper here, open that, there's a zipper here, open that, there's a zipper here. I mean, I really appreciate was, the security, right? I, I appreciate it that feel, too. It didn't feel but, unsafe, but the fact is, it was very inconsistent. They can solve the problem with like airport like bag scanners. Just, just do it like that, Disney. Just have pretty people put your bag a dedicated lane on a moving conveyor for, yeah, one person is always checking, and then you have a dedicated lane for no bag people that can walk through. Just go right to security. They don't, you don't need to back up the line with a whole bunch of people that have no bags. Especially if you have, like, a bunch of big families with, like, strollers and diaper bags. You're waiting for forever to get through security. And that's why you didn't take a bag, because you didn't want to wait that no, long. I didn't. I, and the two other times before, they're just like, go on through, and you're like, okay. Very inconsistent with the security. I mean, I appreciate that they're there, but uh, there needs to be more consistency. Disney has the undercover Disney police all over the place, so don't, don't worry about your security inside of the park. But, like, I feel like there's a there's got to be a better way to streamline this and make it less painful for people. And I think step one, add a dedicated lane for no bags. <laughs> step two, consistently enforce your policy of bags. Right. Don't like tell people, okay, go through one time, and then the next time when the person goes through the same line but tries to go through again, they're like, no, no, get back in line. I don't get it, Disney. But yeah, that was a little bit of a pain point for sure. Um, but I mean, it was, it was minute pain point, just something we're pointing out. Yeah, just keep that in mind, because it is very different at Disney World, I feel. Yeah. Like, they've moved some of the bag checks to, to like, the resorts, and some of the bag checks, like, if you take the boats or something like that, it's, it's a, outside of Epcot, I've never really had any kind of problems with bag check at Disney World. Yeah, Epcot's really slow, unless you go in, like, not the front entrance, if you go in, like, the, the World, World Showcase at the back yeah. by the resorts. But anyway, we're not talking about Disney, yeah. but we just wanted to bring that up, though. Just to keep that in mind. So we didn't we didn't visit the pool, but we could see the pool from our one room, and it seemed like they should have maybe just had like maybe a pool for the water slide and then another pool for the rest of the resort. They had like a like a bunch of different little pools, which made it feel crowded in there, and it wasn't even that crowded. Which I don't really get why they made three little pools instead of one big pool. Um, maybe it was for deck space or like chair space around it it could have been maybe because they the, it was a little it, the, at the Grand California it's not huge out there not like the yeah. Disneyland hotel you'll you'll notice you'll notice like um the space is very it's much more compact so anyway we did um, go over to Disneyland and checked out 
like their pool gave you pool envy because it was like so huge. It was one giant. Well, they had multiple pools. Yeah, I mean, there was, was like a couple different, but they were huge pools. I mean, the, the resort itself was huge, so I get it, but it was amazing. So if you want pools, I would think Disneyland. Um, I would agree with that. The Disneyland hotel would be better than the Grand Californian. Grand Californian. If you're if you're planning on doing a lot of pool time, which we didn't do, so. I mean, I think part-time... Okay, so the Disneyland Hotel is close to the monorail station, which is nice, but that only gets you really into uh, Disneyland, and it's kind of in the back of the park, like it's in Tomorrowland, basically, where you come into the park. Um, so it's good that way, but... I mean, I think, like, the Green California, if you can swing it, is still, like better location i would agree totally um uh, they do because like if you even if you just walk in from disneyland the disneyland hotel to the downtown disney area you gotta go through bag check but you gotta go through bag check with everyone that parked over by right. the downtown disney thing too it's a lot bigger bag check. And, and anyone that stayed at paradise pier um that came over in the morning so i mean it is it is wider they have more gates and stuff but you know it might slow you down in the morning Plus, like you said, it is further back, so if you do walk to DCA or something like that, it's not that bad of a walk, maybe like a 10-minute walk. Yeah, I mean, it seems like everything was like 10 minutes, even like from our hotel room, right? But Yeah, but if you can swing it, D or the Great Californian is definitely convenient with yeah. that entrance right into DCA, and it's really close to... Disneyland also. I think the Disneyland Hotel would probably be my next choice for just maybe not a full stay, but like at least a night or two to check it out. Yes, and you want to stay in the Adventure Tower. Adventure Tower pro tip. If you can pro tip, it. ask for the Adventure Tower because it's the one right next to the bag check and stuff like that. And you get a good downtown Disney view from there. So you're not going to be walking real far if you stay in the Adventure Tower. Yeah, the other ones are kind of like to the side and to the back, so it's a little bit farther walk. Um, and the resort is like, it's it's not like Disney World's, uh, like, you know, moderate or value resort size, but it's still a good size. Very good. Uh, but, but again, I, I would stay there because, you know, they got Trader Sam's, which was fun. Yeah. We went there one night for drinks and stuff like that. It was, it was good. And we walked around and... I would say the gift shop at Disney, the Disneyland Hotel was much better than the gift shop at oh, our yeah, hotel. For sure. That was huge and it had a lot of uh, good stuff in it. It was very huge, very, felt very good. It had lots of different stuff. They actually had a couple different gift shops, like one that just did sundries, like, and one that just did park merchandise and things like that. Um, so, and another good thing is, too, uh, they had like a bridge or something over the road, so you don't mm -hmm. really mm -hmm. have to cross any streets. And besides the little hotel road that's right there to get to the parking lot, I would believe. Um, you don't really have to cross any major streets to get there. Now, Paradise Pier, on the other hand, it's on the other side of the Grand California Hotel. And you're definitely crossing the street like through a, like a stoplight to get there. And here's the thing about that, too. If you think you're staying at the Grand, or if you think you're staying at the Paradise Pier, you're going to take advantage of that separate entrance into DCA with extra magic hours. You are not. They cut it off. You have to show your room key to get from the Grand Californian to DCA. So if you have a Paradise Pier room card, there's no way you can get through that separate entrance. You have to go back out of the hotel and back around to the um, 
to the DCA or to the Disneyland entrance. Yeah, so or like the downtown Disney or the or downtown Disney entrance. Probably worth. Now you can get through if you if you don't want to take advantage of the extra magic hours. You don't have you can do that and go through the Disneyland hotel, which would probably be convenient, but yeah. not so much if you're trying to take advantage of the extra magic hours. Agreed. Um, so, I mean. It's plus, like you think it's like you look at the map, you're like, oh yeah, look, that's like totally right there. But like in reality, it's like um, all the way at the back corner of where uh, Paradise Pier is in DCA. So it's like really far down this the road too. It's kind of a walk. So I mean, it is cheaper. It is the cheapest Disney hotel um, on property there at Disneyland. There's only three. <laughs> there, but yeah, there's only three. I wouldn't, it's not very, it's kind of Motel 60 on the inside. It looks very value. Um, we'll say it like that. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that it's, it's, it's bad, like if you want to save some money and stay, because you want to stay on property, but you don't want to spend Disneyland or uh, Disney's California Adventure, I get it. But just keep these things in mind. Um, not as convenient. Further back and... It's a little bit harder to take advantage of that. There's almost good neighbors hotels that are closer than the Paradise Pier Hotel. There, there is, truly. <laughs> um, right past the Esplanade on, like... Like the transportation yeah, drop on the other train. side. Uh, like, not on the downtown Disney side, but the other side. Like the bus drop-off in Texas. There's a lot of hotels right there. Like, there's like a, right across the street. Like, I think there's a Best Western, and there's some other stuff that's, like, right across the street that's probably closer than Paradise Pier. Right. Or even actually Disney. So and you're going to probably, you're going to still get the same benefits because they, they're good neighbor hotels. So you're going to get, still get the extra magic hours. Um, but just note that like you're, you're not going to get like every day. It's going to be like, you know, one for your park ticket. You get like one or two per visit, depending on how long you're there. Right. So you can't take advantage of it. Like, cause there is extra magic hours every day. But like you said, it's, it's a little, it's. It's a little different. Just make sure you look into the benefits before you stay at yeah, pick a I good mean, neighbor hotel. It'll save you a lot of money, and, you know, pro tip, maybe Disneyland's extra magic hours are worth We'll get into that in the next one, or the one before this. I don't know what, what order these are coming out, but... So, we'll have to watch out for that podcast. But, anyway, back to the resorts here on property. I don't know. I think we sort of covered, oh, the... Um, dining options i want to talk about that real fast can, can we talk about the downtown disney just just because it's kind of connected to the hotel. yeah we can sort of do that real fast yeah let's do that okay so as a avid disney world visitor what was your views on the shopping and dining options for the downtown disney district i will say this ladies if you like your coach purses or if you like a large selection of purses that you get at Disney Springs or even in the Disney World parks, you're going to be sorely let down at Disneyland. They don't have the lounge fly is huge out there if you're a huge lounge fly yeah. fan. Lounge fly backpacks are everywhere, but not so much with the coach purses, not so much with the duty and burp no. purses. I didn't see one coach purse, but they had... A lot of uh, Doogie and Burke, but not a lot of patterns. Not like you would find at Disney World. And I'll say that about other things too, like just simple luggage tags or luggage. You could buy that a lot of different places at Disney World. At Disneyland, I found one or maybe two. It's like two, but in the resort in Grand Californian. Luggage tags. I it was impossible. Not in the parks. I looked at almost every store in the parks. 
I asked in the Emporium, which is the biggest store in Magic Kingdom, nothing. So the, I would say, from my <laughs> perspective, it was cool to see, but it's more like a strip ball with a Disney theme. That's than, exactly what I thought too. Like it, a strip mall with a the, with a giant Disney store, basically. Like, the Disney store is pretty generic stuff, too. Like, I super appreciate the fact that they had, like, a seasonal section inside the store. Yeah. So you didn't have to go inside the park to get the, the Halloween, Halloween or, or whatever. Christmas or whatever season March. you're watching this. <laughs> and then they had, like, a um, like a 50th Haunted Mansion section up front, too. So I appreciate that. But the rest of it feels like you could have went to the DisneyStore.com and, and just ordered it. There, there was nothing... Or go to Walmart and get some of the toy things or something. It was like, it was, it was a letdown because it feels like Disney Springs is more of an experience. You can find unique Disney gifts and stuff. They have a world of Disney there too, and I feel like their world of Disney has way more things than the world of Disney at Disneyland. I will agree. The, the merch game is not strong at Disneyland, so if you're going there thinking you're going to get all this I mean, I still ended up buying a lot of merch. Don't worry. I mean, you're wrong. Don't get it. Like, like Disneyland like park, right here. Park but, stuff, right? But, but like, you know, Dis yeah, just I get the it. small things. Like, you would expect purses for the, you know, ladies. And you would expect luggage and luggage tags to be easily found. You would expect, you know, you know, all kinds of, like, little things. But Disney Springs, yeah, the stuff that Disney Springs has that Disney, downtown Disney at Disneyland does not have. So... The shopping, yeah. The dining was another kind of a letdown. Yeah, they don't have many restaurants there, do they? No, and they're all... But, but the Black Tap... Uh, Black Tap. Yeah, I mean, outside of one little incident with the service, like, the yeah. food there was always amazing. Yeah, so... Um, it seems like... Uh, we didn't go in Splitsville, so I don't really know how big that was. And there was a, um, a Mexican restaurant there and a jazz... Uh, New Orleans kitchen. Kitchen type of thing. Those were really the main restaurants. There was a Napoli uh, Italian restaurant too, pizza and Italian. The, they were kind of smallish on the inside, and for the amount of people that, that were there, it just felt like super packed. Like you didn't have options to eat. Like Disney Springs, if you're like, okay, well this one's packed, okay, well, the, well then you can go hit Blaze Pizza, or you can go hit a food truck, or you can, you know, something is going to be available that you can like just you know, wait two or three people and you're there. Not so much at Disneyland. Then down it's a different it's a different experience. I mean I get it they don't have all the area the Disneyland world does at Disneyland, but they could Disney it up a little bit more for me. Yeah. Because <laughs> it kinda took away from that part of the experience for me. because um, there is a great shopping there. Like I mean the dress shop was kinda cool. Like it had some unique dresses, but I still think I forget the name of it, but there's a specific shop in Disney World that sells luggage, and on the other side they have like these dresses, the like the specific like Disney dresses that they have. You guys know what I'm talking about, probably if you're Disney fans. But it's just huge compared to anything you'd ever find out at, at Disneyland in the selection. I don't know. It just it was a letdown, but it was it was still it was still cool to see just. Yeah, so... These Disney are, it up a little bit more. Come on, Disney. Yeah, these are just our opinions, too. I mean, you guys, could, this could be your home park, and you're like, we love Disneyland. This down. 
That is how Disney's all But, you know... Just, once you have Disney Springs, though, it's a little bit... Once you've tried Disney Springs, it's hard to go back to another Disney shopping experience that lives up to it, I guess. But, I mean, the whole resort area as a whole is, is pretty compact, like he said. They don't have a lot of lane to work with, so I get it. There's, there's ways around that, too. You can go vertical if you have to, but I guess probably Earthquake Country, you can probably only go so vertical, so... I was a little bit disappointed, but it, it's not going to stop me from going back. No, you know, I'm no. like, I love Disney and like Disneyland still, you know, like the fireworks and stuff, you know, show isn't quite as green as Disney uh, World, but obviously on a smaller scale because they're in the middle of Anaheim. They're not in the middle of a big, you know, field like Florida where they have miles to, to launch fireworks off, but... Different experience, definitely different experience at the at the resorts and just the property as a whole. But so, where where would you rate the uh, Disney? Uh, we only stayed at one, but like rating the hotels in which you would think next time you would stay at. I still would probably choose that that deluxe partial view at the Disney's Grand California. If I'm being honest, that was the best view that we had, even though we were looking through trees. You can still see the theme park. I, I just love it. And just the convenience of it, I think, sort of would win out for me. I, I, I agree with that, too. I mean, like, we weren't really in the room long enough to really appreciate the views at night. I mean, like, because, you know, you kind of come back in the afternoon to cool off a little bit, and then you go back out. So it's like, I don't know. We just got back late, and it seemed like we were never there to really appreciate, like, an upgraded view. <laughs> And plus the upgraded view might be the pool. So, right. <laughs> so I would say I would say Grand California with the the partial deluxe partial theme park view. Now, if you did the partial um, downtown, downtown Disney view, you're just just know that it'll probably be louder because you're going to have people walking back and forth, and, they and have, you'll be on a lower floor. And they have concerts on the weekends too. I'm I'm not sure during the week if they do, but like definitely on the weekends. So just just know you're going to be dealing with noise. So Disneyland Hotel probably would have to fall second, and then Paradise Pier, as you would expect, would be third. I might even say, I might push to a, a good neighborhood hotel before Paradise Pier. The only reason yeah. to stay in Paradise Pier is if you want the extra magic hours every day that you're there, um, which is nice, but sometimes you don't want to get up early. Because unlike Disney World, it sometimes does the extra magic hours in the evening at some of the parks. It was only in the morning, so you have to get up really super early, and there you might not want to do that anyway. And so make sure you double check the times because we got yes. like the weekend times were different than the weekday times. It was earlier, so double check that. But if if you want to take advantage of that every day, which is nice, and we'll talk about that in the in the um, parks one that one that we're gonna do here pretty soon um, for you guys. But yeah, I would agree. I don't know Paradise Pier. It'd be on the edge for me. <laughs> I don't know. I I mean. Just to say you stayed at a Disney resort might not be worth the price premium of that resort. Just just my opinion. We haven't stayed there, so... It might be great, but just the rooms, I mean, from what we've seen, it just kind of looks like Motel 60 with a little Disney lipstick on, on the room, you know, yeah. so... I mean, I will say you can get really great views of the DCA and see World of Color from that oh, hotel. I'm sure, yeah, with the higher floors. So, there is that. You can take that into account if, if you want. If you're thinking, hey, maybe... But I still wouldn't pay $500 for a room there when you could pay $250 and stay at the Marriott across the street and get a better experience. Right, yeah, so. Um, 
But I mean, all in all, Disney, it's, it's kind of cool to see the differences, right? In the two Very part. Cool. Um, I mean, it was a good experience and one that we're going to see again this year, but... Uh, but yeah, so keep that in mind when you're thinking about booking the resorts. Views are a little bit weird out there, uh, but the Great California is definitely the most convenient. Disneyland is has the best pools. Paradise Pier Hotel. I don't know if I can give that a recommend. But we'll see. But, you know, I mean, leave it up to you. Watch some videos and stuff like that. And yeah, so, like, why don't you guys comment down below or, you know, on the podcast if you're listening. And uh, let us know what your favorite Disneyland resort is. Yep. Alright. Well, everyone, thanks a lot for watching here, listening. Don't forget, we got the sweet merch. Check it all out at hfvlog.com. That's where you can find all of our stuff. Uh, about us, we got Eric's travel agent stuff on there you can, under book travel. Uh, we got our Instagram link. You can see our Instagram. We get, even have some videos up there. We have some merch. It's all right there. So definitely check out hfvlog.com. We'd really appreciate it, guys. All right. Well, I think we're good with this one. Thanks a lot for listening. And we'll catch you in the next one. Thanks a lot again, guys. Peace and love.